0: Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the Gospel of John. Today is episode 144. We're looking at John chapter 12, verses 9 through 19. Well, Jesus and his disciples had returned to Bethany, the place where Jesus had raised Lazarus from the dead, and they had a dinner for him, and that's where Mary anointed Jesus' feet with the expensive perfume. Let's pick it up now in John 12, verses 9 through 19. Then a large crowd of the Jews learned that he was there. They came not only because of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, the one he had raised from the dead. But the chief priests had decided to kill Lazarus also, because he was the reason many of the Jews were deserting them and believing in Jesus. The next day, when the large crowd that had come to the festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took palm branches and went out to meet him. They kept shouting, "'Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel!' Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it just as it is written." Do not be afraid, daughter Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first. However, when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him, and that they had done these things to him. Meanwhile, the crowd, which had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead, continued to testify. This is also why the crowd met him, because they heard he had done this sign. Then the Pharisees said to one another, You see, you've accomplished nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. We were told that the Passover was approaching. People were questioning, would Jesus come to the Passover or not? The Sanhedrin had met and decided that it was more expedient for one man to die than to risk what might happen if there was some kind of messianic revival that took place and caused the Roman army to come in and cause a lot of trouble for the nation of Israel. So better for one man to die. But Jesus was coming to the Passover, and he came. He stopped at Bethany, spent some time there with uh, the people of Bethany, where he was quite famous, as, as Lazarus is also. And we read in verse 9, a large crowd of the Jews learned that he was there. Where? At Bethany. They've had this big dinner for Jesus at Bethany. And we're not told who it was who arranged the dinner or had the dinner, but it was there. And people start hearing things. Bethany isn't that far from Jerusalem, just a couple, three miles. And people are going to see. They've heard what's going on. They've heard that uh, Lazarus was raised from the dead. So it says they came not only because of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, the one he had raised from the dead. So Lazarus is quite the the famous guy also. Who else can say, I was dead, but now I have risen from the dead. So Lazarus was quite the celebrity as was Jesus. But the chief priests had decided to kill Lazarus also because he was the reason many of the Jews were deserting them and believing in Jesus. So they've already decided that Jesus needed to die. says the chief priests. Now, often it says the chief priests and Pharisees to refer to the whole ruling council. Generally, when you're talking about the chief priests, you're talking about just the Sadducees. And there were the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Lazarus creates a double problem for the chief priests. One is that because... He was raised from the dead by Jesus. He is a reason many people are believing in Jesus, but also the fact that he was raised from the dead by Jesus because the Sadducees didn't believe in a resurrection. That was one of the big sticking points of uh, contention between the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The Pharisees believed in a resurrection where the Sadducees did not. And so they, uh, they would like to do away with Lazarus to, one, show that, I mean, probably many of them didn't believe that Lazarus really had been raised from the dead. Because once you're dead, you're dead. There is no resurrection of the dead. So whatever shenanigans Jesus pulled, he probably didn't really raise Lazarus from the dead. And so we need to kill Lazarus to make sure he, he is dead and stays dead. Because that will put an end to this thing once and for all. Well, then in verse 12, Jesus Heads to Jerusalem for the festival. And this is what we call the triumphal entry. A triumphal entry is the, the scene and all four of the Gospels record this where Jesus comes into town in a very public, very uh, demonstrative way. And it's uh, reminiscent of a, a conquering king returning after defeating the enemy. So verse 12, the next day, When the large crowd that had come to the festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took palm branches and went out to meet him. They kept shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. So people in Jerusalem have heard that Jesus is coming into Jerusalem, and a large crowd goes out to meet him. Jesus is on his way. Let's go out and greet him as he comes into town. They took palm branches and, and waved them. Now, John's the only one of the Gospels who says they are palm branches that they use. Palm branches were usually used at the Festival of Tabernacles in the fall. But there's some indication from like writings of the Maccabees that they had spread to being used in, in a lot of other festivals. The idea of just waving palm branches. Some say palm branches are, are used to represent royalty. But regardless, they... Uh, they were waving palm branches uh, to celebrate that Jesus was coming. And they're shouting, Hosanna. Hosanna in Hebrew means, save I pray, or save us, save him. But the whole the theme is salvation. It's a prayer to God for salvation. And it's very appropriate. Jesus is coming in for the purpose of salvation. Now, nobody has a clue how this is going to play out. They're thinking that he's coming as the Messiah to save them from the mess they are in, to save them from the Roman occupation, to save them from the, the problems they face, to restore them to the glory of Israel. But he's actually coming to save people from sin. And they quote Psalm 118, verse 26, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. So they, they want him to be king. And there have been many people who've desired this before. Uh, Back in the the feeding of the 5,000 in in Galilee, they wanted to seize him by force and declare him king. Well, it's always been not time. Not time for anyone to kill him. Not time to make him king. But now is the time. So he's coming in in a very uh, public way. verse 14 says Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it just as it is written do not be afraid daughter Zion look your king is coming sitting on a donkey's colt now John just says he found a young donkey the other gospels tell us he sent his disciples into town specifically to get a young donkey gave them some instructions and that all miraculously took place John doesn't deal with that. It's just the, the fact of Jesus sat on a young donkey and went into town. And this was specifically to fulfill a prophecy of Zechariah, Zechariah nine, 9 This prophecy that uh, the Messiah would come riding into town on a donkey's colt, the king of Israel. A donkey is a symbol of peace. Uh, a conquering king would come in riding a horse. A very strong horse with a symbol of power. A peaceful king would come in riding on a donkey, a symbol of peace. And so specifically Jesus comes in with this symbol of peace. Verse 16, his disciples did not understand these things at first. However, when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered these things had been written about him. And they had done these things to him. Now, one point here. Why is it the crowd recognizes he is the Messiah, recognizes he is the King of Israel, but it says the disciples didn't understand? Well, they don't understand everything about this. They don't understand all the prophecies. They don't understand a lot. And they're not going to understand it until after the cross, after the resurrection. But they also understand it because of the Holy Spirit. One of the things Jesus said was, after I go, the Holy Spirit will come and bring to remembrance all of these things. So it's the, the Holy Spirit that then guides them in understanding the bigger picture later on. Verse seventeen. Meanwhile, the crowd which had been with him when he was when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to testify. This is also why the crowd met him, because they had heard he had done this sign. So you got three crowds. Probably more than that, but uh, one way to think about it. you got the crowd from Jerusalem. Many of them were there when Jesus healed the blind man. And so Jesus is a famous guy. Jesus is a miracle worker. You've got a crowd from Galilee. Jesus had a significant ministry in Galilee. There were a lot of things we read from all the Gospels that occurred in Galilee. The one that John focused on was the feeding of the 5,000. People from Galilee, you know, Jesus was the hometown guy from Galilee. While many uh, discounted that, a lot of people did believe in him. That's where they wanted to seize him and make him king was in Galilee. So you got a lot of people from Galilee that have traveled to Jerusalem to be part of the festival. And many of them, hey, it's Jesus, our hometown guy, the guy we want to be the king. And so you've got the crowd from Jerusalem, the crowd from Galilee, and then you also have the crowd from Bethany which is pretty close to Jerusalem. But these are the people who've just experienced the raising of Lazarus from the dead. And it says specifically that that group was continuing to testify. That is, they're telling everybody about Jesus, how he raised Lazarus from the dead. So you've got several distinct crowds and they're all come together here. They're all comparing stories about Jesus. And there's this great fervor of excitement about Jesus. And due to that, in verse 19, the Pharisees said to one another, You see, you've accomplished nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. Now, they're making an exaggeration, but there is a lot of excitement about Jesus here. Some is from things that people have witnessed themselves, but a good bit of it is just what people are telling others about Jesus. And it is exciting. And sometimes we, we forget the excitement of what it means to know Jesus. And we need to remember that we should be continuing to testify about what we have seen Jesus do in our lives and why we are followers of Jesus. Well, thanks for joining me. Join me again next time. So continue working our way through the Gospel of John.